Yeah, I listen to the black guy who tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hove. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Sunday uh, afternoon right before football's about to start. Well, actually they had a morning game in another country. You know they've been doing that lately, mm-hmm. this uh, Sunday morning football. But uh, you guys know where to find us. Just search the Black Guy Who Tips, and we'll come up. If you want to watch the show live, you can check out The Black Guy Who Tips, uh, searching that on crowdcast.io. You can come in, hang out, and um, get notified whenever we go live and see what we're going to talk about that day. The official weapon of the show is... <laughs> On a folded chair. And the unofficial sport... <laughs> Bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. <laughs> you had to be, you had to be sure you broke it down. Let's so give my brain time to process the question. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. Was trying to help out. Thank you. Um, of course, uh, you know how we've been starting lately with the show. We start with uh the banter segment. Okay, so it's time for us to banter. Karen, are you ready to do some some bantering? <laughs> I actually am. This okay. Time. Here's some music to get us started. I'm still waiting on the beat to drop. All right, Karen, it's banter time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, what's going on with you today? <laughs> I got, I got, I got three. I'm, 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 I'm okay. You got three banters. Yes. All I, right. I'm, I'm proud of myself. I don't know that it's supposed to go. That I think you're just supposed to just get right into it, like just like oh, oh my bad. I mean that's the way the other podcasts do it. They just pretend like they didn't come up with them. They like oh you know I was thinking about biscuits today, and then you just start talking about your biscuit joke. Oh, but. See, I'm sorry. We're getting I, better every time. It's oh, okay. Th- thank you. See, he he cued he cued me and y'all to the behind the scenes. My bad. Okay, I was randomly playing. You know, I was playing my video games. You know how I like to play. Oh yeah, you play video, video games. games all the time. I like video yes, games. So you mean I, electronic games that you can play with uh, <laughs> controller devices and whatnot? Yes, I was playing one of them. One of them was what's the gadgets? Mm-hmm. And um, I love cozy games. For those of you that listen to the nerd off, uh, for those of you that like, what the hell is a cozy game? They're games that are very bright and colorful, and you could do like simple shit like farm and. And things like that, and they're, they're normally um, uh, not shooter. Sometimes they can be action. Sometimes they can be shooter, depending on the structure of the game. And for those of y'all that don't know what the nerd off is, that's our behind the paywall podcast about nerd stuff. Yes, yes. So I know somebody uh, listening go, "Yay!" She talk about uh, nerd shit. Uh, this will this won't be this this won't be long, but I'm gonna go ahead. 
I wonder why, because, you know, we have a Facebook um, VR headset. The MetaQuest. Yes, the MetaQuest. And uh, I like it, but I always wonder why they don't have, you know, because they have video games for, like, The Walking Dead. They have them for Star Wars. You know, they have them if you want to work out. And it's really, really uh, um, immersive and fun. I wonder, I wonder why they don't have them for, like, cozy games. Cozy games would actually be perfect on this format. Mm. Like, really, really perfect. Like, with the immersive cozy game where you're, like, planting stuff, but you're really just sitting in your living room? Yes. Uh, you know, uh, and, the, and the reason why I thought about this, because I've, I've been playing this game called Bear and Breakfast, and I've been playing it off and on for a while, but I just kind of got back into it, and I really, really love this game. So what, what you are, you're a bear, who actually has a bed and breakfast, and people come and they go to your bed and, and breakfast. And you eat the people. No. I'm oh, so- okay. My no, bad. I'm no, sorry. no. This is not cocaine bear. This is, you know, <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> this is the bed. It's like, hey, people, I, uh, you know, would you like a bed and a place to stay? I make you food, you know, type of thing. And so I've always wondered why they don't take advantage of this feature because. I think that a lot more of these VR shit would sell if they had, like, a Pokemon VR game. If they had, like, mm. you know, so- something like that that would be like, hey. I'm surprised they don't have that stuff. You've looked and they just didn't have them in the store? No, they, they okay, don't. wow. That is amazing. That's such a missed opportunity. But maybe it's harder to program than we think or something. But it just seems like, I mean, a no-brainer, especially because... It's not something that relies on fine touch controls normally. It's very, mm-hmm. like, laid back. You know, we don't have fights in it. Um, you know. And to me, it looks like the fighting shit is be, be more difficult. Because, like I said, mm-hmm. I play that Star Wars stuff. And, you know, it, it requires, you know, certain things. But I could see some people going, this is too difficult. Yeah, this is too hard to exactly. follow. Yeah, I tried to play The Walking Dead or something. And, I, I, I one, I just couldn't get over the, like, whatever that feeling of, you're not physically moving, but the screen in, around your eyes is making you feel like you're moving. I just kept getting like a weird type of seasick feeling, and so. I, but I can work out in it. I'll do like yeah, I do work other out. stuff. But mm-hmm. that type of game specifically didn't do anything for me. I I even tried like a cooking game that's laid back in it. That you have to move around the kitchen. It it just gives me that seasick feeling. That that one wasn't fun. It's like mm-hmm. I think when it comes to like the VR. If they want, not trying to find the masses to move over to it, they've got to find a way, like you said, to cut down on that. I don't have as much as you do, mm-hmm. but periodically, if it moves too fast, something like that, you, you'll feel it. Mm-hmm. They need to fix that. And they also need to fix it where you don't feel like you're a robot. I don't know if that makes sense or not, mm-hmm. where, where, where you can do things and it's more flowy feeling versus yeah, when you move around it feels like you're on literal wheels yes yes mm-hmm. yeah they, they need to they need to, to to make it where if you want it to be immersive it needs to be completely in, in my opinion particularly if you want to do something like a cozy game it need to be completely immersive where you landed me in this and i look around and no i can't feel it but i ought to be able to reach out and feel like i'm feeling the grass i ought to be mm-hmm. able to feel like i'm you know digging the dirt you know if i'm shooting a gun i'd be able to feel like i'm really shooting a gun versus yeah, i feel like you might be getting into like some haptic feedback um area of it where like the controllers need to vibrate or something like that. like that i think it's gonna be hard to feel like you're digging in dirt just because you're not right, and yeah. they don't have a device on the uh, in your hand that can give you resistance feeling like <gasps> 
So I don't know that you ever feel like it, but I just I think your idea is is great, and I wonder if someone's already working on like cozy games for MetaQuest because that seems like a perfect combination of things. Yeah, and also they have I don't remember the name of the game. They have like one game that's it's somewhat cozy, but you can tell like they created it on their own. And the thing about the game, it was really cute and really colorful. But the thing about it is the perception between what's in your glasses and the things going on around you sometimes was off <laughs> because I would be playing and the little creature I was I was with turned around and it was too close and scared the shit out of me. And I jumped. <laughs> I jumped. And I was like, oh, shit, what's that? Oh, it's the creature. So, you know, it's little things like that. Like, if you're going to get it, you need to be able to adjust. Because I know they have, like, parameters around it and things like that. But, you know, just little things that I feel like if they change these things, they I think that you would have a lot of casual people that would buy it just for it. Because people underestimate the cozy game market. Not trying to find it. A lot of these cozy games, they ain't for the kids. They for the adults. Um, uh, like there are kids that would play these games, but I know the ones I play, and and I be looking like the 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 the. the I follow a lot of cozy gamers on YouTube. Like this is what this is they jam. Like we do cozy games. They might do other games too, but they have a large cozy game catalog that they do also. And so, a lot of times, like the tips and the trips and details, they're all talking towards adults. Like they're not talking towards kids. And that's what made me think. I was like, oh, everybody think that this shit is for the children, but it's not. A lot of, lot of, lot of them are designed for adults like me who just want to play these games and just have a good time. But uh, I, I um, hope that they do that. And I remember, uh, I don't know if it was a day or two ago, a few days ago, we was at the uh, a restaurant. And I don't know if you realize this or not, but somebody behind us, I think it was like, like their birthday or something. Mm-hmm. And, I remember hearing that. And somebody behind us was like, hey, it's you, you know, it's your, it's, it's such, 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 it's my birthday, I'm at the restaurant. And to me, it was like really, I won't say crazy, but it's almost like seeing like a, a, a Instagram boyfriend out in the wild. Because I was like, oh, people really do do this shit. Like, oh, you mean they were on their phone? doing a video yes not yeah. and they weren't pointing towards us they were pointing like towards, towards themselves, themselves yeah. but it was just wild to just be just doing something and somebody was like hey it's your boy out in the car you were like oh shit am i gonna be on the video i didn't I mean, ask to be on it what's happening here that's how the videos go up you know that's the girl eating the pancakes or whatever that's, that's true that's, i mean well i'd have been in the back of the video going what the fuck is happening yeah i mean th- that's not that hard to explain like but like as someone having a birthday but yeah it is something where I don't know. It says something about the fact that we aren't trying to. Um, we might not be camera ready, you know. I'm I'm just there to pick up some some sushi and go back home, and now I'm part of your what you've decided is your online experience right? and your content to your fans or whatever. But you know, somebody could be in there with their mistress. I you know like it could <laughs> come be, on. Who knows what the fuck is happening? <laughs> You know, somebody could be on parole. It's like, I'm not supposed to be in this state. But, yeah, I I, I mean, that's, yeah, I I think I didn't even really clock it because I just feel like that's par for the course now. You know, that's true. But, you know, I think for me, most of the time, I don't mean I kind of see it coming, but this is just literally out the blue. Mm -hmm. You know, like you see somebody said, you go, okay, yeah, that feeling. But it was just like, boop. Well, I heard them singing. Uh, the song oh i didn't hear them sing it okay okay i, I mean maybe we talking about two different times but, okay uh is it when we was in Rusan's or somewhere d- different 
It may have been somewhat different. But oh, also, okay. Also, Never so mind. you heard somebody singing Happy Birthday. Yeah, well, that was in Roussans. They were making like a big-ass production of it backstage. It was like, ah, oh, the Happy Birthday yes. singing and all the waiters and clapping. I was like, damn. <laughs> it's like somebody having a ball. In that yeah. case, that was that was understandable. Mm -hmm. But I forgot we were somewhere, and it was just really quietly. The person just turned their camera on and just, oh, just going and at it. they were by themselves. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know what? I didn't. I don't remember this. Because your back was turned to them. Because okay. that's what I think you were paying for the meal or something. Your back was turned to them. And I, and I was doing something. I happened to look around. And they was in the corner going, hey, it's my birthday. Ba, 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 ba. I was like, oh, shit. I There's something like sad about that. I mean, I don't want to make that person sad. And if it's you out there, I hope you don't feel sad. But there's mm -hmm. something sad about like turning on the camera to like sell like this up upper like version of yourself. Because, you know, you're probably just sitting there eating your cake or whatever. Like it's mm -hmm. like you're going to sit there quietly. It's not like that person was making disturbances and. And making the video they, the whole time, mm -hmm. but they were know, bothering nobody. It was just out the blue to me. You're by yourself. It's your birthday, and then you're telling these people on the internet, you know, like, "Hey, turn up! It's your girl." But, but it's kind of like a quiet, laid back thing. I don't know. There's something there. It's something there. But I, I don't want that person to feel sad if they're happy. They're happy. Mm -hmm. But it just to me feels like I don't know. Feels like another symptom of just like social media and us having to sell like an upper. Uh, a higher sped up version of ourselves as opposed to like the real self is I sat here quietly and ate my cake and I'm happy it's my birthday. Uh, maybe I didn't even want to go out with people and shit, but you know, at the same time, maybe I, it doesn't, it shouldn't really matter to me who the fuck sees it on the internet either. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't know if it's out of that, like I said, because mm -hmm. I'm old and black, I'm looking like the fuck is happening here. So, side mm -hmm. of, so some of it may be that, you know, and like I said, there are times where I do turn the camera on myself too. I don't get me wrong, but it was just kind of out the, out the blue for me just mm -hmm. to kind of see it in the wild like that. You know, normally mm -hmm. it's other things happening that would cause somebody just to be like, boop. And so I thought that was just kind of strange. And the last thing uh, for uh, uh, the uh, uh, the segment, mm -hmm. I happened to be online. And I saw that Anthony Hamilton had some grits. And bitch, I bought some. Okay. Because <laughs> I can't wait to open up that bag. And it sang me in Negro spiritual. <laughs> I am ready for them grits to get here. Sound like you're gonna be a little disappointed with these grits, cause oh, don't. I don't think they're gonna get up and 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 start singing to you. You know, <laughs> I can't wait to get these grits. <laughs> yeah, you uh, people like Anthony Hamilton's voice feels like soul food. Yeah, it does. That's I, why I bought them. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to get them. He should put his He should put his picture on like a a bag of pig feet. They had um, they had cornbread. They had grits. I want to stay have some other stuff on the site too. I was like, let's go. They not going far enough with it. I think he should, like I said, it should be on like chitlins, like Anthony Hamilton chitlins. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Anthony Chit Hamilton ham hocks. Yeah. Yes. Ham hocks and gravy. Anthony chitlins. Turkey necks. With the, with, with Where's that? his people? He need to be like patty pies, but we need Anthony. Yes. Uh, with that Hamilton. soulful voice. I am here for it. I, I enjoy that man. Hamilton Ham Hawks. Yes, Hamilton Ham Hawks. New, that could be the new Patty Pies. I am completely uh Hamilton uh, Hawks. Hamilton Hawks. Let's go. <laughs> Hamilton Hawks. Uh, uh, the food for your soul. Let's go. <laughs> I I am here 
for it. Like, I really am here for it. So they got me. I, You know, I, I might be disappointed, but child, I want them grits. I can't wait till they get here. That's it for me. Okay. Well, I appreciate your banter, Karen. Okay. Um, yeah, I know it was all over the place. No, that's what banter is, <laughs> okay. Karen. Okay. We just bantering uh, about different stuff that's happening. Um, uh, I know what I wanted to bring up uh, real quick was some music. Um, this motherfucking uh, Jaguar Two Victoria Monet album. Yes, are you into it now? Yes, cause I cause what's so funny? I have been, I really have been. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janelle Monet. Uh, whenever I'm on title, mm-hmm. it be like all oh, your money going to Janelle Monet this month. I'm like, bitch, yes, press again, press again, press again, cause her motherfucking most recent album is goddamn flames from the first to the start them bitches flow like they, they like it goes from like one to the other it's similar it's not the same as beyonce but it's similar to beyonce where you're listening to renaissance and sometimes the the the, the track is transitioned and you don't realize the track is transitioned that's how this album is it is motherfucking flames from the start to the finish if y'all have not listened to her latest album it is fucking flames so when Roderick told me about the jaguar 2 i just knew the last name i didn't know the first name because it it, it it matches janelle monet and i couldn't find it so he finally got me on it because he'd been playing if you if you guys come early and for those of you that are listen that are listening kind of after the fact if you come early to the chat he plays music and he keep playing now every time he plays something from the album i, I ask him the same thing i'm not i'm not the audience who is that who is that who is that so i finally sit down and listen to it and honey that jaguar 2 flames honey she is growling in the background she is talking about them niggas and i'm like bitch i am here for the motherfucking ride let's go and it's one of those uh where it's only 35 minutes so the replayability is very high for me because i can just like re roll it back to the beginning and you know i love being in love with an album because uh a different song like when i really really love an album a different song could get stuck in my head literally every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll wake up in the morning, and it's it's a different song than the one it was yesterday. I'll just be sitting somewhere, you know, humming to myself, you know, can't you see I'm the one, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now that's stuck in my head all day. Um, and so, yeah, this album, I, I don't know how, but it kind of grew on me, like, and I think because I was coming off of listening to Renaissance so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Like, you listen to one thing all the goddamn time. Uh, <laughs> you just start feeling like, that's all I'm going to be listening to. Um, yep. But uh, it just slowly, like, I heard it once or twice, and I was like, okay, yeah, but I'm going to go back to Renaissance real quick. And then uh, it just gave me a couple earworms, and next thing you know, I was into it. And the album has so many different feels to it. Mm-hmm. Buju Bonton is on it. Uh, for Party Girls, which is like a, a, you know, almost like a Jamaican style song. Um, of course, uh, uh, Lucky Day is on Smoke, the 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 the, the first uh, song on the album. She got a song with Earth, Wind, and Fire, Hollywood. Oh, my God. Like It's so good. It's I, such a versatile album. She's able to give you all the feels. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Does uh, somebody from the internet... Uh, uh, one of because one of the albums sounds just like an internet song, mm-hmm. you know the internet the group. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, I, I wonder, did some of what, some of them or somebody have a hand in it, or did she may have used a beat dissimilar to theirs? I don't know. I haven't done like a deep dive on like who produced tracks and stuff, okay. so I, I wouldn't know. Um, I just know from the features that she has, like, and just the vibes of the different songs. But uh, yeah, it's man, it's it's a dope ass album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love uh, Stop Asking Me For Shit. <laughs> it's funny, but it's good. Like, yes. I love stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm fucking with that album. And I'm going to tell you, man, I know he's canceled uh, whatever for a lot of folks, but uh, cancel ain't never really had shit to do with music for me. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to people that do and say horrible shit my whole life. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, but this motherfucking Killer Mike album, that's the rap album of the year to me so far. I don't oh, even think it's close. Shit now. I just wish he stay in that lane. That's all. Yeah, I know. Everybody has to voice their dislike. But like I said, I listen to the shit. And uh, that motherfucking Michael. I, I bet you go hard. In a, in a year of a lot of kind of disappointing albums to me, where like people dropped albums, people been anticipating them all year. And then you get the album and it's like, damn, this shit wasn't, this wasn't it. You know, <laughs> like, uh, no, no offense to some of the people I'm about to name, you know, and maybe there'll be people dropping albums later in the year that make me feel differently. But like, I know people was very disappointed with Drake. Mm-hmm. You know, people say they was disappointed with, um, I think it was maybe Travis Scott. I haven't listened to his album, but me either. Um, people, but it's been a lot of letdowns. Is what I'm saying. Like people going, okay, this the album, and then the album comes out, and everybody's like, and eh, at least on the rap side, I'm not saying R and B or other genres of music, but you know, people. I even seen somebody calling the West Side Gun album a letdown, and that shit just dropped like a couple of days ago. I, I, Sometimes I wonder, did it even digest in your system? Yeah, I don't have, I don't have whatever that fast response to music. Mm-hmm. I just try to stay out of that. Yeah, like, I like to let music wash and soak over me before I yeah. actually kind of judge it. All jokes aside, yeah, yeah, I try to stay out of that instant mm-hmm. reaction shit. Like I make jokes about instant reaction, right. but I'm like, I just heard one track of this song. It's the greatest of all time. But in general, I. Still, it's too soon to be saying some shit is whack because too many albums have grown on me. I still remember the biggest one of all time. Was um, uh, motherfucking ATL man. I remember when I first coming off a Southern playlist album, yes. And I got it, I stood in line to get the album, uh, on like a Tuesday night, I think, or at midnight, or whenever albums used to drop Monday night at midnight, whatever. And I remember driving back to campus, listening to the songs, and being like, oh man, what the fuck did they do? And you know what? And that's people's response for every single one of their albums almost because none yeah. of them shit sounds the same. But Chad, after a while, you were like, this is my bop. I, I remember thinking like, fuck, man, I love this group. And they, 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 the second, the sophomore slump hit them. And then just, uh, I, I, you know, of course, didn't stop listening. And then like, all of a sudden, songs was growing on me, and I was like, "Oh wait, I hear, I see the vision. This a different. Mm-hmm. These niggas, these niggas ahead of their time. Yeah, they were. And nobody else is ever gonna sound as good as these dudes. Mm-hmm. And and I felt like Outkast did that for damn near every album. I felt like yes, oh, they did. No one's gonna sound. They ahead of everybody. Nobody gonna sound it. And even to today, nobody's duplicated. Yeah, them. nobody sounded like nobody has sounded like ATLians yet. Oh no! Like period, you know, and I love like Earth Gang and shit like that, mm-hmm. but that's different to me. I I think oh, Earth Gang different. in a lot of cases are uh, as ahead of other people as Outkast felt to me. Well, yeah, I don't are. think people people get got caught up in some other shit with them, but I love I love Earth Gang. But mm-hmm. anyway, 
Um, that Michael. Oh my God. Oh my God. This nigga can rap. And the beats and production and the Southern like gospel backing mixed with the hip hop. And, you know, he always had one of them voices, like one of the best MC voices, period. You know, it's like with Chuck D. Like certain niggas got the rap voice. Mm-hmm. And you be like, I, it, they could just be rapping a recipe or some shit. And you'd be like, this motherfucker's spitting. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> they just got that perfect authoritative like type of vibe to it mm-hmm. um andre 3000s on this album but i mean everybody's on this fucking album it, the, the features are crazy um and i think especially for y'all that are older rap fans and shit you'll like this album if you're like an old school especially southern rap but you'll also get introduced to a lot of acts that y'all probably don't fuck with because y'all old and don't listen to yeah, them. Yeah, y'all don't keep up with stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and I mean, it's a good, like, <laughs> Jagged Edge is on this album. It's a good, Not, like... That didn't bring back the Jagged Edge. Come yeah. on! Black, a.k.a. Six Lack. That's right. I know how we say it as black <laughs> older blacks. So what's that word? Six Lack? <laughs> Come on, Six Lack. Six Lack on it. Um, <laughs> uh, currency, 2 chains. um... I, Andre 3000 I said um just it, yeah it's this shit is bananas I nobody's making a, a better rap album than this so far in, in 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 2023 so I just thought I'd give y'all a couple music things mm-hmm. and get out of the banner segment and we'll move into uh just the regular news okay okay or actually you know what we can move into gender wars let's just get right into gender yeah, wars that's what y'all go. came for that's what y'all came for Right, gender war is time. All right, it's time to fight. <laughs> Let them fight. Let them fight. I know y'all already been fighting because anytime we do Walking Dead on Wednesday, we obviously don't talk about the gender wars of the day. Mm-hmm. So you got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Four days worth of gender wars are still happening because gender wars don't stop. There's never a break. Can't stop, won't stop. And there's very rarely a two-day story. Like, it's almost always the gender war of the day, and then we move on to the next, like, to the next, thing. To the next war. We don't really get to, like, you know, revel in the gender wars. Mm-mm. It's like, oh, you didn't say what you need to say about the, the girl and the thing. Oh, it's too late. We talking about something else. We talking too about late, something else. Too late. We don't move down. But there's one... There's one couple that's always at the center of the gender wars for the last however long it's been. Okay. And that's Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. Okay. That's why we haven't talked about this. Okay. They always, they they, they can stay. Okay. They they got staying power. Yeah, yes. Longevity. The thing you have to recognize about them, though, is this. I've been watching the conversations around this. Uh... The stories don't add up when it comes to what each of these people are supposed to represent. Because it's Jada, right? Mm-hmm. Will got their kids, but not so much their kids. But you got the kids, but they're not in it, in it. They just, yeah. you know, we how we feel about their kids. Right. 
and Chris Rock. Chris Rock is not really in this, but he's in it. Mm-mm. We literally at this point cannot talk about Will and Jada without Chris Rock being in it. To the point where I saw an article with Chris Rock was like, I would like for them to stop talking about me. And I saw people being like, uh, you made your special about them. Like, he never talked about it until then. I agreed. And honestly, even when he was talking about that in his special, it was, and I would like to be left out of this shit. This is about y'all, not me. Not me. But I think the Chris Rock hate is interesting because, so these are the three archetypes that I've seen online. Uh, and I, this is the worst version of all of them, okay? Chris Rock, obsessed with Jada Pinkett, horrible human being, uh, loves whiteness, hates black people. Um, okay, how the internet speaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm giving you the worst version of yes. all three people. Uh, loves loves white people, hates black people, um, and um, deserved, picked on Jada Pinkett on purpose and deserved to be slapped because he was trying to pick on her alopecia on purpose because he hates her, okay? Uh, and he hates her because she won't fuck him. Got it. That's the worst version of him. Worst version of Jada, evil woman who hates her husband, um, is manipulative and a liar, and she... Um, uh, is 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 constantly you know selling selling us versions of her life that make will smith look the worst emasculating him cuckolding him uh and she orchestrated basically the entire thing of will eventually lashing out because why wouldn't he lash out this woman is terrible and she's making him look bad all the time and he can't hit her so he might he hit he hit chris rock because will you know she did that to him all right, that's the version of her that's the worst. Mm-hmm. And then Will Smith, narcissist abuser who manipulated Jada Pinkett into marrying him and having two children. Um, of course, she had no role in any of this. She she just, he he abused her into this. Um, and <laughs> serial cheater that drove Jada to this. And then he revels in the fact that she gets all the blame and he's seen as a hero. Um that that's the worst version of the will smith thing i believe i don't think any of that is true for all three of them like like mm-hmm. all just because all of it can't be true i'm not saying right Bits some of pieces, it can't be what about right. all of that can't be true for all of them but no. watching how that bumps everyone bumps into each other this is what i've been studying mm-hmm. the last four days how much that bumps into each other's narratives like someone brings up something with jada they have to pitch her as like an innocent maiden who just unfortunately was was you know <clears throat> fell into to love with this man and she she didn't really want to be with him okay we all know that no who wants to be with will smith just because you fucking him while he's married to his ex-wife no that's not it's just she he made her do these things right so you got that and then will innocent victim of this predatory woman blah 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 and it's like oh shit i did forget one thing with jada pinkett smith uh she fucked her son's best friend who's younger than her and a lot younger than her and was kind of a matriarchal figure in that kid's life and he lost his his mom died and his sister died and he was like or his mom died and i think his sister died too but he was responsible for taking care of the rest of his family and then here comes this lecherous older woman preying on him grooming him and all that i can't forget that too because you know that that, that gets comes out yes but i feel like all of these versions of things i'm saying could be true 
and all and to some extent their valid beliefs in all these people's like flaws and stuff but they never make the story clear like mm-hmm. none of it nobody's story can be perfect as far as like this is who the good guy is because they've all kind of done some weird repugnant shit you know um and i think that's what i find interesting so now we get to the present day why are we talking about this like it's new jada got a book tour she wrote a book she got a book tour coming out so she's doing interviews in the interviews she's of course dropping nuggets that will sell the book yes and then the press is doing what they always do they did this with will smith's book too the press then gives us like one excerpt a day from an interview as if it's a bombshell like will smith woke up that morning is like and another thing right but really it's like you sat down with uh with with uh kathy and and uh whatever the other woman is and y'all did like the morning show and then we just keep seeing little clips right so in this case she had her press run started with a bombshell they have been living separate lives will and jada since uh like 2017 her book worthy is what she's promoting and she's like we basically been living separately as in divorced for she used the word divorced even since 2017 which is a pretty big bombshell in my opinion even if you thought they had an open relationship whatever fuck you thought they had a marriage they the ones did all the fucking red table talks and stuff like that sold books they were they were presently telling us this is a marriage this is a functional thing they told stories as if they were together as if they were pledged to each other as if no matter how rough things got we'll still always be together in a marriage not just in a like relationship or friendship or parenting they told they said those words yeah nobody asked for that yeah here's a clip there are different stages in my marriage where will and i decided we were not together where we didn't you know we didn't tell the public right where I was actually thinking about divorcing, separating. I mean, there have been several of those, right? And so, and where we've gone and lived our separate lives. So I think within that is where people might have thought that, oh, they must be having an open relationship. And we just didn't want people to know the dynamic of what was happening between us. We didn't think that that was anybody else's business. Um, And so I think that that's where sometimes that confusion came in. And so that's just one clip of it. Um, I'm sure I have more, but Mm -hmm. I think that's, that that's a more nicer framing of what she was saying in the earlier clip where she basically said like, um, we actually were divorced. Like I think it was with uh, what's Hota? What's how do you pronounce the name? Hot. It looks like H O T B, but H O D A H O H O. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure how you spell it. I'll I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, the point being, like in these interviews, she's saying stuff that is pretty bombshell stuff. Another thing she said was that Chris Rock apologized to her after the slap which i think is a pretty big thing to hold back from people during this whole thing because 
the idea has been like Chris Rock it deserved to be slapped unrepentantly, was dogging her, was trying to do da da da, and he was like, "I'm sorry, I don't even know why that." You know, I didn't know this was going to be a blah, blah, blah. She says, Chris looks to me and says, Jada, I meant no harm. And she says, I'm just out of it because I'm really worried about Will. And Will's still talking. Um, now he's mad because Chris is talking to me. I go, Chris, this is about some old shit. That's all I could think of saying, right? And I couldn't really take in his apology. So this whole, like, idea that Chris was, like, unrepentant or didn't give a fuck or you know, meant to hurt her feelings and shit. I don't know. I think that goes a long way into, like, showing you the the weirdness of this all because I think if you're, when she was talking in that video about, like, I just think these are two men that, you know, we would love to see come together, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's interesting that you didn't mention, like, Chris apologized. I, I think that's very, very relevant. You know what I mean? Like I think in a world that thinks this man, you know, hates her and was was trying to like do this. I feel like if your husband slapped me in a way that I felt was unwarranted, I I probably wouldn't apologize to you if I felt it was I was warranted. Like, what the fuck you talking about? You know. And also, it's one of those things too to where at that period of time, it wouldn't have mattered because people people had already right. dug their feet in the ground. So I could see her going, okay, tell but me it matters. isn't going to, is it going to change the public view? But it matters in that she's the one who practices radical transparency, honesty, blah, blah, okay, blah. Okay, I so get you, that, yes. To me, it's wild to be the I'm going to tell y'all everything person and then when when push comes to shove, it's like, well, I'm not going to, that, 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 that's private. They like what anyway that's that's the thing that's interesting but and and she also said that um when they were separated but nobody knew there was a rumor that she and will were getting divorced chris rock called her and and basically asked, said he'd like to take her out and then she said what do you mean and he said aren't you and will getting a divorce and she said no chris those are just rumors and he was appalled he profusely apologized and that was that that's in her book too so you know and i i think obviously the other way to spin it is chris rock always wanted that woman so he was making he was making these comments knowing that she wouldn't get with him and this is about him trying to destroy her for not sleeping with him which you know if that's how people think that's how that went down that's fine but i don't know i think there's some nuance in between those two versions um here's the the clip i was telling you about with uh Kathy Lee, or I think Hoda, Hoda Kotby, is that how you say it? I hope I said it right. Hoda and, uh, and, and Jada Pinkett interview. Rock, after Chris made a crack about Jada's hair. I could tell it bothered you. You, you did an eye roll. Like. Right. Yeah. And I did that eye roll, not so much for me. And I think this is really important, but the fact that there could be a jab at alopecia. Will then went on a profane tirade warning Chris not to mention his wife's name. Jada couldn't believe what she was hearing. What is going on? Now, first of all, I'm really shocked because, mind you, I'm not there. We haven't called each other husband and wife yeah. in a long time. But I'm like, what is going on I right now? My wife. Now, some people think this is making Will look bad because she's admit saying, like, we weren't even really together. He was not seeing me as his wife in that way. 
in a long time. So basically it makes the slap look even more deranged. Like we're not together. Why the fuck are you slapping this man? This isn't even about your ownership or control of me. Cause we don't like, you're not defending my honor. Really? We ain't even together. You're, this is all a, a fake thing on your behalf. So some people think she shouldn't have said that because it made Will look bad. Right name out of your yes. mouth, yes. right? And I'm yes. like, but now I'm really worried for Will because I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on. What viewers did not see at the time while Oscar clips were being shown was Chris Rock leaning over the stage to talk to Jada. And Chris looks to me and he says, Jada, I meant you. I meant no harm. Now, I, I'm just out of it because i yeah. really worried about and Will. What's Will doing? He's just sitting there? Which is interesting. Everybody's worried about Will in this scenario. And I, I find it interesting on two fronts. Number one, the people that act like the slap was no big deal right, are, have always been huge hypocrites to me because Everyone that knows Will Smith, the person is like, he was completely out of character, out of control. We were worried. What was he like breaking down? Was something happening to him? It wasn't the cavalier like, so I had to slap a nigga. And it was a, this motherfucker's sobbing in his seat. during. Is he even going to get it together during commercial break? Do right. we have to get him out of here? Uh, will police need to be called? And I always find that extremely hypocritical from the words are violence crew because these motherfuckers literally are like, no one who saw this actual violence should have felt any way about it. Right. They still pick on people to this day when like Leslie Jones, who Chris Rock is a huge, like influential person in her career and friend to her. When Leslie Jones brings it up in her tell all book, people are like, what the fuck, bitch? You can't get over it by now? Y'all aren't over it. No, you're Y'all not. Y'all are still attacking people for saying they felt a way about watching this man get slapped. That's their friend. Yeah. And also, I'm not trying to be funny. If it didn't mean anything and you didn't feel the way, what the fuck are you keep jumping into everybody's conversation for? Just let it mean nothing to you and right. go the fuck away then. Yeah, it's just huge bullshit. Like, it was a huge moment that happened in front of everybody. So this idea of like white people, it's black people business. Not at the Oscars. The Oscars ain't black people business. No, it's not. You can't have an insular cultural moment in front of the world. It just don't work that way. So I just, but like I said, this has been one of the most fascinating things. I I don't even pretend to be sick of this. I don't even do the like, oh, here come Jada again. Every other podcast is going to do that. And then they're going to talk about it as long as we talk about it. So so I'm not even going to be a hypocrite. I love this mess. I came here for the mess, but it, it, it's the examination of how people talk about it that's more fascinating to me than almost even the people involved. Yeah, and Will's still talking. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you said something? I'm sorry. Yeah, because it's also at this thing where for a lot of people for decades, they've always looked at Will and Jada as quote-unquote relationship goals. They always, you know, looked at them as quote-unquote, this is what love is supposed to be or whatever the case may be. And it goes back down to two basic things is the attention economy. And it also boils down to, um, what'd you call that? Stands. You know, a lot of, a lot of this stuff boils down to a lot of that stuff. Here's the difference though, Karen, I think, um, they sell relationship to us. Yes, they do. So I think it's different in a way. Like they made it, especially Jada made it a huge part of like her brand. 
as a celebrity. Like, I'd say at this point, people know her more for Red Table Talk than her movie and TV roles of the last few, like, like since, say, like, mm-hmm. 2000, whenever Red Table Talk started. Since then, more people know, get their their news about her from, like, stuff she said there and stuff with her and her relationship with Will than, like, oh, she was in this movie. She was, I, like, telling it, telling her business has become a business. So, is like, I'm not saying you're wrong, okay? I'm saying they feed into that stuff, making it even more so than, like, another celebrity couple. You know what I mean? True, and also, I couldn't see for a lot of those people, this right here and her coming out with this can feel like a form of betrayal because they was like, your whole thing, all you've talked about, all you've presented to us is this. Yeah. And you mean to tell me I have been believing this thing that you have presented to me as facts, and now you're telling me that none of these things were yeah, facts. Yeah, I'll get into that in a second, but I agree. You know, yeah. so I, I could see for a lot of people just turn, completely turning on her mm-hmm. um, because they're going to feel lied to. They're going to feel well, betrayed. So here's the thing. I don't think you'll see a lot of people turn on her because – They've had to, for the last, like, since the slap, however many years that's been, they have had to be so firmly in the camp of one of these groups that people are people are incapable of changing their mind about these people, I think. So yeah. if you feel like Will Smith is great and Jada Pink is just a, a woman tearing him down, you're not going to, this will not change anything for you about Will Smith. If you think Jada Pinkett has always been a great, just transparently open, honest black woman who is getting blamed for the actions of these black men, you're not going to change your mind. I've seen the mental gymnastics people are doing. They're not going, fuck, this changes everything. They're going, no, no, no. Let me tell you why this is okay. See, Will is the real abuser. He's a narcissist. So she, this is her way of coping with that. And you're like, ooh, that doesn't fit the whole all of her actions don't fit inside that bubble you just created, but it's good. It's close enough. You will believe that. And if you're just say, Hey, Chris Rock was telling jokes and this man bullied him. Will Smith is a piece of shit. And Jada Pink is a piece of shit. You're no, I haven't seen a, a single mind change by all of this. You mm-hmm. know, really worried about and Will. What's Will doing? He's just sitting there. And Will's still talking. He's like, oh. he's still, cause now he's mad because Chris is talking to me. And I go, Chris, this is about some old shit. That's all I could think to say, yeah. right? And I couldn't really take in his apology. How unusual for Will, a guy who, I mean, on that kind of stage to do something so insane. Absolutely. It's totally it's out of not character. him whatsoever. And to Jada's surprise, she was also blamed. You became the bad guy. Look yeah. what Jada made him do. Jada rolled her eyes and look what he did. He ran up there and hit Chris. Yeah. Poor Will. That's what the narrative became. Yeah. She says that's because two years earlier, Jada discussed what she called an entanglement on her show, Red Table Talk. My- this Going back to look at the entanglement through the lens of knowing they weren't together is even weirder. Like, doing the show, Will out there looking like he was crying, it is even weirder. It is, it to me, it does feel more... Uh, like for the people that are like he's a piece of shit, narcissist abuser, blah blah blah. I'm like, I don't don't know why he would participate in that then, because she was the one looking bad. They're not together. He kind of helped reputationally save her 
or tr- attempted to save her reputation in that moment when he could have been like, fuck her. I, she slept with that, yeah, that kid, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he didn't, so I, I don't know. It's, it's even weirder on all parts to me now. Honest opinion about that is that narrative had more to do with the false narrative that I helped to create on the red table. So poor Will because of of the... The adulterous wife. Yeah. Who forced him to go to the table and sit there, you know what I mean? And now look at what she's done. She has the power with an eye roll to make him go up and slap. And like, I can see how people felt like it looked like that now that you look at it and go, y'all weren't together and this was just to help kind of your reputation to like because the point of that whole red table talk that episode was to be like and will's okay with this they figured it out they're still going to be together and if will's okay with this everyone else should be okay with this and we should continue to watch the red table talk that was the point of that in my opinion um and and now i can see how people go well that is what you used them for you know what i'm saying like before I, it could be like, well, look, they're husband and wife. If that's how the fuck they get down, blah, blah blah. But y'all weren't husband and wife, and you're saying it was a false narrative that you spun mm-hmm. on the red table talk that you pledged. To, this was all about honesty and and transparency. Uh, that's that is kind of shady. Have somebody on stage. Mm. So that was from her point of view, and she says that there was There's bad a- blood between Chris. There's another part. I don't know if they got to the part where um, uh, she Hoda asked her. It was. It's just funny to me the the way that it came out. But Hoda asked her straight up, like, so you know, people are saying, like, you 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 put your basically your stuff on the line. Your reputation is like a truth teller. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, mm-hmm, I am. It's like, but you weren't really telling the truth. Mm-hmm, yep, that's right. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, how is there not like a needle scratch between the two of those moments? Like, what is happening? Like, oh my God. Anyway, oh, the gift that, the gift that, that keeps on giving, honestly. I, y'all pretend to, to hate this, but come on. We got more people in our chat than normal. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> <laughs> y'all came for something? Come on, guys. Um, Who are you fooling? Right. Even the people, I'm sick of this shit. Well, you here. Right. Um, they don't have a prenup, according to her. Um, uh, so they got wedded in 1997. They started living separate lives seven years ago. So that's like 1997 to 2017. That's a good run. That's a 20-year of at least, you know, who knows how happy it all was. But right. you had 20 years of marriage. And you seem to love your kids. Your kids are like... To me, I like their kids. They're like I do too. I don't have no, I don't have no problem with their kids. It explains a lot about like you know how how much uh, the kids are influenced by you know the things that come up, come from their parents. You mm-hmm. know, um, but I, I like their little weird kids being weird. Mm-hmm. They, they seem just, fun. Yeah, they just being hippie and just just living the millennial lives and just just out here doing their own things. Yeah, and so um, she says, no matter what, we're going to figure it out, and that's why we don't need a prenup, because I'm making a promise that divorce won't be necessary, that we will figure this this out, <clears throat> is what they said ahead of their wedding. But now that it's today, I wonder what they're going to do. now, Because I feel like when you drop something like this in a book, is like, is this the prelude to the divorce that is coming, and this is getting everybody ready? 
who knows you know or 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 what you know or like they or maybe they just gonna feel this way the whole time and they'll be like yeah people know our shit is kind of raggedy but whatever we're we're not getting divorced and anybody that dates us or anybody we meet we you know we will never be divorced from each other so they just need to know that going in yeah and, and some people are like that they're like hey yeah. like it is what it is and of course will hasn't said anything but i feel like everyone's forgotten will's press tour like a year or two ago when he put his book out jada wasn't responding to those things that came out that like it was kind of like his business and he talked about her in the book Mm -hmm. yeah he talked about her he talked about you know sleeping with people all kinds of shit Mm -hmm. in that book yes he did uh she she also was bringing up tupac uh she says tupac was a soulmate something that we've heard before but once again since the book rolled out people acting like it's new um she uh, she also said that he suffered from alopecia which is why he cut his hair off which she says he never talked about it um i i don't i have never heard this before um she says i don't think tupac ever talked about the alopecia he suffered from after he was in northern california with the police officer that beat him up he started losing his hair and his alopecia patterns were far more extreme than mine um so she said, I don't think Pac ever talked about his alopecia, but he also looked really good with a bald head. But that was during a time and during an era that you wouldn't, you just wouldn't talk about that. Um, so she's still trying to talk about alopecia. I'm glad that I've had the opportunity and will continue to have the opportunity to talk about how alopecia affects me. And I'm just hoping that it'll give people the freedom to talk about how and just not have shame around it and not have that much of a stigma. And there's a lot of shame around alopecia. So uh all right all right karen that's most of the gender wars on just that front with those with that that trio thank you for keeping you know keeping everybody up to date particularly for the people that don't follow on online and stuff yeah and as far as how i feel about it i'm not gonna front uh you were talking about people feeling like somewhat betrayed i wouldn't betrayal is like a strong word but i don't think i'll ever believe anything coming out of will and jada's mouth ever again like because it's all over the place right because it's a because because you didn't just get caught in a private lie you sold a lie to me that is different that yeah you make you know what i mean like you were benefiting up it's not just the money though i'm talking about you made content it would be like if we came out was like we haven't been married the whole time we've been making the blackout tips we just were that was just something we were doing but now we have a book coming out called you know living separately are you know we (laughs) living separately together why the fuck would i buy that book you just told me i've been lying to you for seven years but here's the real truth i feel like we're four years away from another new truth when it's time to sell some new shit i don't know how the fuck anybody's fighting about these people because who knows what's true Uh, yeah who knows like even when i see people be like yeah it's because will said this in his book was that true because he also said they was married and, and fighting through and being happy and all this shit in the book, too. So that's not true. You know what I mean? Like, they, it wasn't delivering separately and we got our own lives and we ain't been together shit. Is, they, they just would rather us think they were cheating or something or that they had entanglements. Like, you sat up there and sold that lie. That's another reason I'm not really buying all this, like, they're abusive to each other in that like one of them is the victim and one of them is the victor 
if you want to say they both have toxic traits in a toxic relationship, I will believe that. But this whole like one of them is doing this to the other one and the other one has no role in it. They combine to sell the fiction of what they go through. So if Will is a terrible manipulative person that forced this life on Jada, she then sold you this life as a law for seven years of being like, listen, it's great over here. I'm doing there. I got everything figured out. Y'all need to get like me. I'm going to bring other people on. We're going to be transparent. We're going to be open. We're going to be honest. We're going to talk about the, the hard topics. And you're like, okay, well, that's a brand. That is a brand. You and Will are selling, you're selling the Will and Jada brand. You can't opt out of that and be like, actually guys, the real brand is we're not together. <laughs> like you, you're participating in that. I like, I like, people want to turn them into like ike turner or some shit and i'm like i don't buy that i think and and turning her into like the evil sorceress lady manipulating his <laughs> i don't believe that <laughs> shit <laughs> there's that's something in, there's something in will smith that's hilarious there's something in will smith that he needs to be a be seen as a good dude whether it's his mother issues whatever the yeah, fuck yeah he does he needs Agreed. that and part of him jada and their family was this is my good person image. I need y'all to think of me in the warm regards. And so for you to for people to be like, yeah, this bitch did this, that she's fucking evil. Well, he's fucking participating in selling y'all the wholesome family vibe of like, nah, it's all good. She so like I don't believe the shit of like she's evil and makes him do all this shit and he's been suffering. And like Stephen A. Smith was saying, she emasculated him and shit, like. If she did any of that stuff, a lot of that seemed to be with his permission or his at least allowance of it in whether it's from him being like, well, shit, I've been cheating and and doing my own thing. So I need to I need to like balance the karma in this relationship or so. I don't know why he did it, but he the point is he's been participating in it. Yeah, it's, you know, and they both been participating in it, you know. So, you know, when you talk about it, everybody want to talk about one like one has nothing to do with the other. But this is a joint <laughs> and adventure. That's, a, that's another reason that the gender war shit is so dumb. Mm-hmm. Because it, it it closes the whole picture and it makes people concentrate on just what they want to be true. Right. So you want to support this woman and therefore everybody else must be a bad guy. You want to support this dude? Now everybody else has to be the bad guy. You want to support Chris Rock? All the other people got to be bad guys. Seem like they all kind of had some wild shit. I think obviously Chris is the least of this because right. he's not married to these motherfuckers. He made like a, some jokes about Jada. It's you know feel how you feel about it, but the other shit is really just people don't like Chris Rock, and then they're turning it into Will and Jada like marriage issues. But they clearly had issues before him and after him. All right. So, uh, but yeah, it's just what a great gender war, you know, and I hope more shit drops. I hope every day this week she got a new segment about this shit because it's, it's so good, you know, just the, the ridiculousness of it all, um, (laughs) being that it's just two people's marriage and not really, none of us was asking for these lies is my point. And I don't mean like now, of course we're asking for the lies now, right? Everybody want got, we want to know their business now, but I'm saying when they got married, when they were living their life, people weren't like, we need to know the secret to Will and Jada's happiness. We were no. not. Mm-mm. You decided to sell that. Agreed. And now it's like, wow, mind your business. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's You made it everyone's business. Yes, you did. 
Speaking of making things people's business, all right. There's more gender wars. This is, this is like I said, we had some days uh, off. Oh shit now. A woman ate 48 oysters. <laughs> I'm gonna put this part in quotes. On a date. You'll see why in a second. A woman ate 48 oysters on a date. And what happened next was shocking. Was it though? <laughs> <laughs> was it though? <laughs> really though. Really the shot was shocking the word that we would use for this. Um, yes. So I'll I'll play the video. Let me put it on the screen for y'all to see. This is a good one. This is some good gender wars. The, the skits are getting better. This is I will write this skit after it's done. And yes, I'm calling it a skit because I don't believe this is true. Um, all right, let's look at this. Today I linked with this nigga I met a few weeks ago out with my friends. This is ATL Georgia Fontaine's Oyster Bar, um, which a lot of people in Georgia, in Atlanta, were mad about this video because they was like, she giving away the motherfucking oyster spot. The spot, the spot, right? We're going to go up there and shit going to be sold out. This nigga been texting me for weeks talking to himself. Why I didn't block him? <laughs> Bitch, I don't know. But so... Keep in mind for that part of the sketch, um, she, now, the, and this is another element you need to know. She's not saying any of this live. She's just taking video. She added this voiceover after. Mm-hmm. That's how, that's very important to know that nobody else was hearing this. Meaning you could take this same footage and put any narrative to it afterwards and, and make up a video if you want to, you know? Today I was bored and I had time, so he texted me like, can we meet for drinks? And I'm like, yeah, meet me here. They got the best fucking oysters in Atlanta, like, hands down. So I'm like, yes, I can get some content. Come on. So So she just wants some content. She's ordering the oysters, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Now, Karen, I'm going to ask you something. I don't know if you've noticed yet. Mm -hmm. Where is the dude? Where's her date? I don't know. Okay, I just wanted I just wanted to see if maybe I'm his it. voice. Yeah, I, bitch, I don't know. Cause like the audio's like added I later. Was bored and I had time. Her, well, the voiceover's added later, but yeah, the audio, the ambient audio is there. But you know, you don't see like a dude walking in front of her. You don't, you don't see, see like a hand. You don't a, hear a voice. Me, like, can we meet for drink? You don't see a dude like at the table with her. Yeah, meet me here. They got the best fucking oysters in Atlanta. Like now, yeah. they do have two place settings. So that the, the 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 person puts down two menus, mm-hmm. but we don't see the other person. Damn, so I'm like, yes, I can get some content. Come on, it's so good. And of course, if you pay attention to what she's talking about, I mean, obviously, it's if if you were her date, she's literally saying, I don't like this dude. I you know, I'm only going on this date to create content for my TikTok, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't even respond to him in the. Uh, in the thing if if you believe her story that's what right. she's telling us now the sound you're hearing is her eat, eat, sucking the soul out of these oysters yes she did and she's already done a dozen she put hot sauce on them and shit she's working on a second dozen Once again, if you notice, it's very it's cropped in very close, but I don't see evidence that like he had an oyster, that there's even a he on the other side of the table. Mm, I just see four trays, three at this point, three trays of oysters. 
Tearing them things the hell up. They she, must be delicious. It's a great commercial for Fontaine's oysters. I'll I'm tell trying you that. to tell that bitch is about to be off the chain. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sucking those oysters. fucking sell out of them bitches. Sucking those oysters like Janet Jack me. <laughs> Y'all, when the fourth one came out, he was looking at me. Now that's the fourth tray. And she's saying he was looking at me, but she don't show him. Crazy. I didn't give a Y'all, when the fourth one came out, he was looking at me crazy. I didn't give a fuck. Like, I, like where is he? <laughs> you saying he was still there by the time the fourth one came out. Where I is guess he at? She, she was like, he didn't consent to the video, so I'm not going to put him on it. I'm like, baby, you this was like edited, so I'm who knows? Eat. He may have been in there. She might have just edited So you think out. he was in there? Like, okay. like, like, that's a possibility. Okay, I'm just going, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, I have a different theory brewing, but okay. Karen's, Karen's believing. She thinks this is real. And I was coming anyway, but I ain't gonna lie. No, I wouldn't have did all that, but I did do all that. That was so good. I was not expecting it to be that good. Mm. Oh my God. Now, in the audio that's ambient, you hear her say, mm mm mm, oh my God, mm mm mm. Just saying, if this was real and I was this dude on a date with this woman who was using her, who was on her phone doing videos the whole time of her eating. 48 oysters and talking to herself i would think something was wrong with her i this would be like red flag time i gotta get the fuck out of here if right. this was true i don't believe it's true though but if this was true you have to like i want people to like how karen you brought up in your banter you saw a person in real life have like an instagram birthday moment and it was jarring to you a bit you were like mm -hmm. what is this imagine you were on a date with that person and they did the same thing. It would be it probably. Like they didn't the, crop. They didn't say, "Hey, I'm here with my boyfriend. Or I'm on a date." They just went, uh, "Hey, a turn up. It's my birthday. It's a real bitch birthday." And you were sitting across from them. It, it's a bit like what the fuck just happened. Correct. What is happening? What is going on? And nobody it was, was asking so questions. Good. Nobody been like, "The fuck is this?" And it's like a light on too. So not only you slurping to eat, it's the brightest light at our table. The fuck is and happening here? Supposedly a dude there. Supposedly. Right. Like, I just I had to. It was so good. So after that, I'm like, baby, mm, what's next? What I'm about to eat? These potatoes. Mm, they were so good in the crab nah, cakes. Nah, them crab Every cakes look flames. Them potatoes look flames, too. Thing was so good. 10, 10, baby. Why the fuck this bitch-ass nigga say he going to the bathroom and never come back? And I think that's the big twist on the skit is, oh, he didn't, he left. You know, like, oh, ha, 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 look at this, y'all, you know. And I think that's good because this content these days, you need a twist. Yeah, you need yeah, a twist yeah. ending. You yeah, need you have a, to have a twist nowadays. It's like telling a good joke. The best content to me has like a little bit of a surprise ending with it, where it's like, and then boom, this thing happened. You know, it's so uh, of course it's a little bit weird. If you let's think about what we're looking at here. Let's think about what we're looking at. Uh, there's a pin there. The receipt is there, like the bill. They normally don't bring you that until you've paid. Like, you normally don't get this until you give them your card. Then they come back with this. And I say this as a person that pays for all the meals around here. So, Karen, I see you looking confused. 
like you never heard this before. <laughs> but they normally don't bring you that pin back and that little trace okay, thing yeah, uh, yeah, until, until you gave them your card. Because yeah. what if you were paying in cash? Yeah, until it's time to sign. So I'm not like, saying it's I'm, it's circumstantial evidence. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's like oh, guilty, but Mm-mm. it leaves me. It's like the it's a little a little odd maybe yeah. they do different at this old restaurant yeah yeah and that, and that makes sense it's, it's one of those things where yeah they you normally don't see a quote-unquote pin mm-hmm. until they you've actually swiped the card they come back right. and they go here's your double receipt one for us one for you right the fuck also I- his side of the table extremely neat as if there has been zero food eaten on that side of the table <laughs> no folded no folded napkin not a not no a, crumb not a plate not a crumb not just extremely clean <laughs> nothing, restaurant nothing disorganized and uh we was talking about this on three guys. low key that menu is in the same in the top left corner it's in the same place it was when this whole thing started if you i'll rewind but if you go back to when the dude dropped the the menus he he put it here you yeah. can watch it they again. got the best fucking oysters in atlanta like hands down that so mean like, that mean you're yeah, still over there continue. come on i'm so good all right go ahead i'm sorry no problem so eggs what about the eat was just like i'm not eating shit basically yeah. supposedly, yeah, supposedly but, but that's if you what, believe that what, that's what happened and one of those things where it's it's a lot going on here this whole thing feels staged mm. um like i said that's if this person is real and if they were there they, yeah, this is the big if yeah but it's one of those things where there is to her defense there is a glass of wine on that side of the table that doesn't look like it's been drank but there is a glass of wine over there so maybe there was a person there they never even finished their wine i, I don't know but they sat down yeah. and they was like damn this bitch greeting just was like i got to go to the bathroom. right so maybe that you know maybe that's what happened over there i don't i don't know I'm looking for some evidence to want to believe her but I, i'm not and put like that and as a greedy bitch myself you know just just be like me just go out and buy your own meal Mm, but then you but you're not making tiktoks so oh that's I don't know true what, i'm not talking about you just I'm talking sorry. about the oysters you just want to yes. eat oysters you're not right if i want to eat oysters i'd be like well i'm going to eat oysters yeah that's not the goal of these things oh, nigga say he going to the bathroom and never come back the fuck i'm like hold the fuck on it's been like 10 20 30 minutes bitch what the fuck this nigga hey had to end up grabbing a tab bitch nigga left me with his little one fucking drink yeah, bitch. I'm so glad bitch keep me some money because what? That was crazy to me. And I said, bitch, you run out on the tab. He's like, now that she could have texted this to herself. Running out of tab is crazy. He's offered to take you out for drinks and you ordered all that food. I could cash out the total for the drinks. I'm offering you to drink. What the fuck are you talking about? So, look, it could be true. I'm not saying 100% is fake. I just treat all these things as fake until proven otherwise, uh, because it's because it's such great it's such great content. It's too perfect. It's great content, yeah. And of course, and people, people been talking. fighting. Mm-hmm. People been fighting. At the end of the day, that's all they want is people to fight. It's, it's just, he if a guy goes offers to take somebody out for drinks and they order, uh, and you could look at the total of the bill, but it was it was I forget what the total was, but it was like it was a grip. Like it wasn't like like. That was crazy to me. Because she ended up leaving like a, a tip at the end. And I'm trying to see the exact uh, thing. But, yeah, so she ended up leaving like a tip 
at the end in cash and some on the check. But the point being, it was over $200. So, you know, I can see how if it was real, somebody's like, let's go out for drinks. And they're like, drinks is not a $200 thing for me. Also, you're actively not interested in me. You're actively filming all your fucking food. Yeah, she yeah. even said the whole purpose was that she didn't yeah. want it right. Like, so that was, that, yeah, so I'm like you. I don't film TikTok for a living, but nigga, if I don't want you, shit, I go by myself. The fuck is you doing here? Yeah, so like, you know, and then uh, we did the math on Three Guys On yesterday, but even her tip wasn't 20%, so it was like, you know, a little bit like, damn. But uh, yeah, so yeah, 184.87 was the total. That was the total. So you're supposed to leave about forty dollar tip on that um for 20 that's for 20 percent, by the way that's a little over 20 percent. but uh yeah so um that was some good gender wars that what would you give it from zero to ten would you rate the gender wars content on that one oh we rating them now I, I, yeah yeah we rating them now that's a new thing <laughs> okay how about saying? i know i threw you for a loop and it's probably probably impossible to put a number to this but ain't it though like because yeah. that's very funny i'm not that fucked with you know? Well, I didn't talk about how much you feel fucked, but I'm asking you to rate it zero to ten on how good the gender war content was. Oh, for the way people responding to ten, if you were talking okay, about the way everybody responding, because okay. you know you have you know niggas talk about how dare she greedy ass bitch eating all that food out of left too, and then you got the women go these niggas ain't shit. You know you 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 know you said we were, you gonna be a dinner. Well, how you how of a sudden you don't want to pay for my bills? So if that's the case, I give it a hundred then. I, not, I agree. Not for me. But for the well, people responding, it's zero to ten. But yeah, okay. Uh, I, I mean, the I ten. Guess. I'm bad. Okay, it's all good. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think this is a, a high. I give this like a eight because I'm dubious of the fact that I feel like to take this to a ten. What you really need is another TikTok influencer as the dude on a date with you, and then he is the one who like is giving you some acting like he's giving you some some evidence because right now i don't believe most of this happened or it didn't happen this way i don't even know if a nigga was there i need to know that a nigga was there to give me the full like mm. like i need i need to like a couple steel shots of, uh, uh, not steel shots but a couple like you know curb your enthusiasm shots of his face as you eating them oysters <laughs> like is this bitch <laughs> is this a I walrus mean, his, his voice something yeah I, need yeah I need something that lets me know how fucked up it is a coat on the chair right and because also you can get because everybody's picking signs you can get a lot of content out of that because you're gonna have to me the more reasonable rational people that are like i can see why he's looking like that but once you start fighting between the men and the women it's gonna be a lot of women like and that's how they do ain't it they be looking at you when you order 48 oysters like something wrong with you just like like you a sea otter in mating season, <laughs> eating your body weight in oysters. <laughs> so you so you can swim back to the to the mating lands and 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 right. and, and battle for a, a good mate. You need this protein. Apparently so. Somebody you, does. Like it could have been better, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I think you just you know get a friend that's willing to play the part. You know. Promise them like three oysters or whatever the fuck, you know, and uh, and then and then you know get get a video of them leaving, walking away from the table, you know. I'll be right back. That would be so funny. 
you only got to have a dude in there for making a face about you eating them oysters. And then uh, I'll be right back. Get up from the table. And then you go, this nigga didn't even pay for the den. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, just a 10 out of 10 now. Yeah, if you want to cut it and edit it, yes. She cut it in. Yeah, she she did a lot of work. I just feel like could have been perfect instead of high marks. Definitely made everybody mad. I also realized something talking about this on Three Guys On. I know why this content works now. And I, and I know why it specifically works on black people. Because I noticed that these these things don't normally make it to the white part of social media. They don't no. fight about this stuff. Their no, podcasts don't. don't talk about it. Um, and, I, and I've been flummoxed. I've been flabbergasted as to why that happens. Because I was like, damn, are black people the only people doing the gender wars? But that can't be true. No, it's not. Every version of men hates women. Mm-hmm. And every, ver- every race got some version of like we hate women and women hate women and everybody hates women right correct i figured it out it's not just the people i follow on social media okay black people got something in our dna a gene something that activates that says couldn't be me and when yes and it varies per person and it, it triggers differently per person and you can't you can't stop yourself like, I know this video is fake. And when I watch it, I catch myself at various points being, that couldn't be me. I can't help it. I know I'm watching a movie. You know what I'm saying? I know what I'm watching is not real human. Like, this happened exactly how it looks. I know I'm watching something edited. I know she posted a TikTok. You would normally think, well, somebody that it could kind of look make them look a little bit bad wouldn't post as a TikTok. But it's the attention economy. Of course she posted a TikTok. It's content. It's whether content. people calling you fat, ugly, nasty, greedy in it's, the it's content. Whatever. And and she's none of those. She's beautiful. This oh, woman she's is fine. gorgeous. I've seen mm-hmm. the video. I like I felt like I knew what she looked like before I even seen the video. I said, Yeah, she looked like she can act like that. <laughs> her life is not gonna be too inconvenienced. And listen, it's a I guarantee it's a bunch of niggas in the DMs like, girl, 60 oysters. I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> have many you want. Just 48? Okay. I'll You I'll, can have whatever you like. So uh but yeah, so I I look at that. I can't help but see how the content is created and but even when I'm watching it, I every every once in a while I'm just like, ain't no fucking way. You're not gonna just Da, da, da. And then I'll be like, damn, Rod, you falling for it. It's they got real. you too. They got me. I know it's fake. I'm the person in the Matrix that, that want to believe in the Matrix. they like, we in the Matrix. And I'm like, yeah, but the steak tastes like steak in the Matrix. The steak tastes like steak. It's better than that gruel they serving out there in the real life. I'm going to live in this fake world. Um, So, yeah, that was some amazing Gender Wars comment, content. But I just think she should have took it one step further. Now... Let's see how long we've been going. Ooh, hour 17. I'll save the next Gender Wars for another episode. Okay. I still have more content. We can't get to all of it. Mm-mm. Ain't no way. Too much. It's too much. Um, And I wanted to bring y'all here to laugh, okay? That's what we're about. Um, So let's get into some, a little bit of, uh, um, let's get into some guest erase, I think. I think guest the race is a good place to go next all right uh pull up my guest the race music this time we're the race 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 this time we're
some reason my guest stories articles don't want to load. <laughs> Which is interesting because I the other tags were working. Gender is, wars is, is just working. Is do, is doing you like uh they did with the Spotify uh comments? Like, I don't feel like showing them. Yeah. All right. Let me check the uh see if I can get it on, going on my phone. I, I guess it said get back to them gender wars. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's so weird. That's so weird. <laughs> um, we got plenty of them for you. All right. Let's see. Guess the race. All right. Guess we have to do it on my phone. This is oh this is frustrating. Uh, all right. So we'll later. Refreshing nothing's like, nah, I'm not showing you shit. Nah, it's it's like pocket went down just on this uh, just on a just on web my version. on the web version. All right, I guess I have to do it from my phone. Sorry, everybody. No problem. Um, let's see. A woman allegedly pulls gun on sister after she refuses to babysit. <gasps> you gonna watch these kids, girl? <laughs> that turned into I got shit to do I got some dick or dancing clubbing whatever I want to do I'm tired of these motherfucking kids and the goddamn break they call me mama all day long fuck them <laughs> kids <laughs> that's how that conversation went fuck you too apparently <laughs> um, also like after you pull a gun on me you gonna trust me around your kids right uh, but yeah the, she she pulled a gun out on her sister and chased her around with a sledgehammer after she refused to babysit her daughter. Uh, this happened on September 27th around 8 a.m. Officers say that suspect Zaria Thomas came into the house yelling at her sister. The sister said she did not want to babysit Thomas's daughter, which escalated the argument. Their mother said that Thomas pulled out a black gun on her sister and that the brother had to wrestle the gun away from her. Thomas then stabbed her sister's work laptop with a kitchen knife. Oh, damn. How you going to explain that to the John? You going to bring that shit to IT? IT going to be like, uh, can you explain what happened? Well, my, my sister got mad and she stabbed it. Uh, right. Yeah. We, we're going to have to take the cost of this computer out of, slowly out of your paycheck. Like, maybe she was using that to remote work? Yes. Now she got to fucking come into the office because you fucking right. stabbed the computer to death. They on, they on Zoom like, girl, is that a knife in your, <laughs> by your camera? Girl, girl, what's happening, girl? How come we can halfway see you through the screen on Zoom? Police say Thomas also chased her sister out the house with a sledgehammer and the brother had to intervene again to take it away from her damn the brother's like y'all y'all causing me to have to work today i didn't plan on doing all this bullshit yeah that's some itchy and scratchy shit <laughs> right uh karen that's the whole article guess the race of uh zaria thomas uh, i think black. this happened in tennessee black all right karen's going with black let's check the cha- chat room nigga says latita uh latita lakita all right all right i hear you um wait for some more people to get in nigga shit okay wow daughter probably had bad like her mama black nigga shit black okay a lot of black going on in this one uh the correct answer uh hold on let me uh see i'll see a few more coming in i'm sorry uh it takes a village but it's violent black prayer instead of therapy black precious mama black hard hitting black oh no all right (laughs) well everyone said black everyone's right And that's her there, Zaria Thomas. Mm-hmm. Child, she was like, "Bitch, what you mean you ain't gonna take?" And it would not be surprising if the brother 
that's the brother John probably been separating them two probably all his life. You know what I'm saying? They probably did like this sound like something where they go back and forth all of the time. And it probably something where she asked her to watch the baby before and she was like, no. She's like, okay, now. She asked her again. She was like, bitch, you ain't never going to keep my kids. She was like, no, I told you I wasn't going to never keep your kids. Uh, I love that you come up with this whole theater. I think you should, you miss your calling. You need to go on TikTok and make some Gender Wars content, okay? I probably do. Turn the sister into a baby daddy and then pull a gun on them and then chase them with a sledgehammer. I think we got us. I think, I we, think we got with a grease. hit. I think we be cooking with grease. Uh, POV, your baby daddy don't want to babysit his own kids. Yes, POV. Yeah, because you got to go too far because if it's just, if it's just, because if you just stop there, everybody be on your side. But once mm-hmm. you pull the gun, and chase him around with a sledgehammer you, you and stab the work far. laptop. Now it's like, well, I, you know, he made her do those things. She of had course. to do that. She didn't have a choice. Because he uh, is just like the boyfriend who ghosted me. Mm-hmm. Oh, this wasn't always about money? Okay. Um, a Wisconsin <laughs> woman allegedly threatened to shoot up McDonald's because her french fries were burned. Oh, shit. Is this what you call it from Keith and the Girl? First of all, is minimum rage... <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I made that up. I just normally do it on last week on Keith and the Girl. Minimum rage. I can't. Yeah. The night went coming to me. <laughs> I know. I know. A woman was arrested a month after she allegedly made threatening comments to McDonald's employees because some of her French fries were burned. Brinita Gottschalk uh, went to the fast food chain in Brookfield, purchased a sandwich, soda, and fries, then ate her meal. When she finished, she allegedly approached the counter and started criticizing the fact that they were burnt ends on her leftover fries. Oh, there was a burnt end on some of her leftover fries. She allegedly attempted to make her way into the McDonald's kitchen to get a new order. What? Court documents cited by the County Freeman, uh, Waukesha County Freeman, I guess it's a newspaper, alleged an employee tried to stop Gottschalk from entering the kitchen because she was not allowed in there. Right. You're not an employee. Something happened to you. Now we got a fucking lawsuit. Get out of the kitchen. Gottschalk allegedly argued with the employee and claimed McDonald, the McDonald's worker was a drug dealer. <laughs> I know because he sold me the drugs. She reportedly continued to make her way back and insisted all the employees were selling drugs and would get arrested. Who knows if she was right or not, but that ain't got nothing to do with burnt fries. That ain't got nothing to do with burnt fries. They all might they all might be uh, 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 selling that stuff, but you know what? As of right now, us selling drugs ain't got nothing to do with these burnt fries, ma'am. Uh, the criminal complaint uh, reportedly said she claimed she had a weapon. She was going to shoot up the restaurant. She was exiting when the, McDon- the McDonald's, when the police arrived, they did not find any weapons on her. She's being charged with disorderly conduct. Guess the race. What was the name again? Her name is Brenida Gottschalk. Brenida. I'm going black. Karen's going black. All right. Let's check the chat room. Samantha says, Samantha says black like those fries she got. Oh, no. Oh, no, baby. <laughs> uh, let's see who else we got here. The fries were burnt, but her Sprite was perfectly fine. What else? <laughs> Oh, that Sprite was on point. Yeah, I don't know if that's black, but I'm counting that as black. Yeah, uh, you know we like the Sprite. They let her leave white, white diary of a mad black woman. I do it my damn self, strong black woman, says Kaz always. My great-granduncle is 345th Choctaw White. 
complaining after you already ate is nigga shit. White people, white women with with the I date black man haircut. Okay, white woman with the okay, black like her burnt ends. The correct answer is black. <laughs> Some of you did miss it. Oh, oh baby. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, though. Like, I mean, she's wrong, obviously. Mm-hmm. But also, I would have just gave her the fries. Like, yes, it's not worth the hassle. Just Here. take the fries. Like, Here, I'll pay for the fries. Fuck it. Take the fries. It ain't worth it. Yeah, like maybe she was so aggressive that she, before they could even be like, here's some more fries, she just like, I'll make it myself. That's possible. <laughs> Y'all know how to do it. <laughs> like, maybe I mean, that's I mean, it's McDonald's. Then, then, right. Nobody gives a fuck. All right, let's go to the bonus round. You're two for two. all right last one a funeral home worker responsible for transporting dead bodies in nebraska county is suspected of having an intimate encounter with a life-size sex doll that he found in the apartment of a deceased person what Investigators say Ryan Smith, 41, and a colleague were dispatched last week to the home in Omaha to collect the body of an individual who died there. A sex doll was inside the residence. This is, this is terrible news if you're the dead person because, like, you probably want to take that to the grave. Mm-hmm. And this person was like, not until I fuck it. Police allege that Smith subsequently called the property manage, manager and claimed that the local sheriff had asked him to collect a sex doll for evidentiary purposes. Ain't he the funeral home person? That's what they said, a funeral the home fuck worker. You need to do it. Why do you need to do sex doll? You're not doing no investigation. <laughs> what is you going to do? Put the sex doll in the casket with them? <laughs> How did that call go? They both going under? What is this? Hello, funeral home service. No, it's, it's the you you the apartment person. You're oh. the apartment manager. All right, go ahead. Do it. Ring, ring. Hello, apartment manager. Hey, um, this is uh this is uh the Ryan Smith. I work I was there earlier. I um, I remember you, sir, yes. Yeah, I, I y'all had a per y'all had a resident die and uh I came to uh, you know, to collect the body. Uh the sheriff has a special investigation going on right now. Oh, and okay. They need me to uh, collect uh, some evidence. Do Do you have any documentation or paperwork from the sheriff's uh, department? No, it's just this is a real hush hush, top secret type, you know, uh, type of investigation. Uh, the evidence I need to collect that sex doll. I mean, I mean, I mean, in the sir, house you, 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 for evidentiary. You know, we, we think, can't allow you to take the anything off of the property maybe, without the consent of the the police. We think it might be some foul play involved, and we want to keep this hush hush. So if you could just keep this between me and you. And um, I'll let the sheriff know everything, sir. I'm I'm not going to be allowed to to do that. I mean, I get the property manager involved. Well, we'll see once then. But you might be letting the murderer know. 
So we need you to keep it quiet because we think it was some foul play and some anal play. Maybe maybe a little bit of, you know, a little bit of uh you know, role play involved, uh, sir. I don't. I don't think we're going to be uh, uh, allowed to do that. Uh, all we need for you to do is to move the body. Well, off I already got premises. it with me. I already, I already got the evidence. I took it to my house already. So <laughs> I was just letting you know as a courtesy. But keep your mouth shut, uh, sir. I'm just letting you know we're going to have to report this to be sure that you had the authority to take this off our premises. Uh, I thank you, and I hopefully you have a good day. Um. So then. <clears throat> Uh, actually, no. That, it would be more like. There you go, old school. <laughs> uh, but um, don't know kids don't know about no dial tones. We don't do dial tones no more. <laughs> so he called the property manager, said he needed to collect it. His request was denied by the manager. You get goddamn right. You can't do that. Who later returned to the apartment and heard noises emanating from the unit, which had been locked from the inside with a deadbolt and a chain. Oh, so the property manager was probably went back and was like, you know what? Let me go see if he really took this doll or some shit. Like, is anything else missing in this apartment? And was like, the fuck is happening in here? He wasn't just fucking the sex doll. He was loud fucking the sex doll. Because they didn't, they didn't think nobody was going to come back. I, I mean, obviously, but just it wasn't even like respectful sex doll sex. It was very like... Maybe it was one of those like real dolls or one of those like uh fucking like uh-huh. Kim Kardashian yeah. AI dolls or something. Like mm-hmm. how what like what kind of Rick and Morty sex doll would have to exist for, for you to just lose all your self control? He didn't try to buy one himself. He right. wanted to fuck a used I, sex doll. I mean, at least ask for the make it a model and like, go get your own. And if it's somebody else's sex doll, they probably weren't cleaning it as clean as it need to be clean I for you. Guarantee you they were not. For the next person. Okay, you don't share those. What are mm-hmm. you doing? You do not share those. This is so gross. Uh at the Smith exited the home with his clothes disheveled. Oh Lord. Cause now the property manager obviously goes outside and waits. Like, I know this motherfucker didn't fuck that sex doll after I told him. He said he needed for evidence yeah, for a case. I was coming to, to be sure the sex doll was still here, and apparently it is, but, you know, other things too. When a property manager called the cops, they later busted him on a felony burglary charge. Deputies plan to seek DNA samples from the sex doll. God damn, this, this nigga <laughs> is going to jail. Because, of course. They're going to give him sexual assault charges on the sex doll. Of course, because... <laughs> of course, because it's a sex doll. What else do you think? I mean... Come on now. He was fired from his job with Mid-America First Call, which, according to the website, specials in removals, transportations, embalming, cremations, and shipouts. And apparently leaving semen leaving deposits. In. Leaving a couple of <laughs> samples on. All right, Karen. Guess the race of Ryan Smith. Ryan Smith was white. Karen says white for Ryan Smith, the sex doll burglarer. Mm-hmm. It's funny. They're saying he burgled the home for the sex doll, but it seemed like he didn't take nothing. Seemed like he left some evidence. He didn't take nothing with him. He had his eye on that doll, boy. Right. Uh, and the fact that he couldn't take it with him is the only reason he left it there. He would have taken it back to the crib and been like, this is my used sex doll. Got this thing free. Oh, so you know what? When he called, he was there on site. Probably. Had his eye on that doll. was like, well, shit, since I can't take it back, I'll fuck you real quick. And right. And just go about my business. Right. It's sad because could have took it out to eat 48 oysters or something. 
She uh, could have took it to Cheesecake Factory. Wouldn't have complained. Mm-hmm. That's for tomorrow. What in the HBO Real Sex is going on here? White, do a pre-used sex doll count as a threesome either way. White. Right. Is that a is that a rebound? You know? Uh, Morty should not be left alone. White, white. Of course. Gotta be white. Christopher Columbus, the fuck out of that doll. Humans, pork, it's all good to me. Jeffrey Dahmer, white. What did I miss? That's not a race. The doll is ebony. <laughs> the dude was white. <laughs> DNA evidence, white. Columbus, the doll's dignity, white. Caucasian corpse capulator, white. Uh, and the doll was asking for it, says Romy. Okay, Romy. All right. Cool. <laughs> the correct answer is... What did the doll have on? Everybody said white, and you got it right. <laughs> And that pickup in the corner, <laughs> don't help, don't help this right. dog, don't help. Also, dog like, this dog. picture in the corner, you know the doll didn't look like this. You know it didn't. So, like, I don't even know why they put this picture <laughs> up there. They tried to put a they tried to put a sex doll where you'll be like, well, shit, nigga, I'll lose my job to risk it all for that, for that, uh, for that anime pussy. Okay, I got to do <laughs> what I got to do. <laughs> when the other dude, worker was there, was he just, like, looking at the doll? the whole time like she we should probably take this too also makes me wonder if the person died fucking the doll possibility you know that's like my nightmares that's why i would never get a sex robot <laughs> you have a heart attack dying on top of a sex robot man somebody gotta find you somebody, somebody now got- you the man that died in the most comical way of all time somebody forever. got to find you half the articles we cover is just like ain't it crazy how this person died imagine some podcast covering my death. Like, <laughs> nigga was fucking with them sex dolls, man. The auto blow AI. He couldn't <laughs> stop him himself. He couldn't stop himself. Took him out. It was too much for him. He had to put it on the... The suction was apparently too hard. <laughs> Sucked his soul away. He had to put it on 200%. <laughs> That's what happened. It sang shined him. Okay. <laughs> Took his whole soul out of his body. <laughs> yes, it did. They, he didn't read the warning label. He did not follow the instructions. No, thank you. <laughs> all right sword ratchet this time a sword wielding man hospitalized at the threatening warren police authorities say man has a history of mental health issues. A 29-year-old Warren man is receiving a mental health evaluation after entering Warren Police Headquarters Thursday morning carrying a large sword and allegedly making verbal threats to the front desk officer on duty. Oh, no. He can be seen positioning the sword against a wall before approaching the front desk and speaking with the officer on duty. According to Warren Police, the man made several threats, statements that included threats to officers and himself. The front desk officer recognized the man was likely experiencing mental health crisis and summoned uh officers for assistance the man grabbed the sword and fled the lobby then ran to his vehicle which was parked on the street outside the police station and fled the area officers were able to locate the male a short while later in a dodge in at dodge park in sterling heights took him into custody without incident he was later taken to a local hospital where he is to have a mental health evaluation um so 
yeah, they. Uh, this is one of the rare sword ratchetness that ends up with nobody getting hurt. Thank goodness. All right. Um, you have to wonder where he got a sword from. Uh, yes. You know that seems kind of like uh, not a good thing. Uh, he probably shouldn't have had access to. But that's just me. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to assume. I know a lot of y'all. You know, maybe y'all believe in that. He shouldn't. But uh, yeah, I just uh, think that's sad. You know, but glad that he didn't get killed or right. kill somebody um, because it could have ended up way worse, mm-hmm. um, as we've covered on the show many a fucking time. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. I think that's about it for today's show. Um, I wanted to include something. I'm going to see if I can find it on my Twitter page. Okay. Give me one second to search for it. But, um, you go ahead. Uh, just, it's some, it's, so you know that... Um, there's a, I guess, a war going on right now in Palestine, uh, or Israel is mm-hmm. like bombing the shit out of the Gaza Strip and Palestine right now, and people are worried that it's if if it's not already being called that, that it's gonna be a genocide of these people, and that uh, we know that Israel was attacked by Hamas, which is. Um, you know to some extent like the what people would consider the government of palestine but also like um the people in palestine live under the thumb of hamas so they're oppressed by them too it's very complicated and stuff and it's also something that i'm just regurgitating stuff i've already heard other people say and i can't say anything what what 100 certainty is is Mm -hmm. not my lived experience and i understand there's nuance to all this Mm -hmm. and it's very difficult for people to talk about it which is why i saw a video of somebody on msnbc talking about it and i thought what they said was a more concise and appropriate thing to say and it's kind of a scary time because even when people say things that I think are kind of nuanced and reasonable, I'm seeing them get like yanked off the air. People are saying that this guy was taken off the air and other Muslim like host of MSNBC are being sidelined. Once again, I can't confirm that this is one of the things with Twitter and the blue checks. And I think, you know, Elon Musk wanted it this way. Yes, he did. I, I don't know what is true and what's not. And I feel like every time I see something that's emotionally compelling and I want to share it, immediately someone else put something out like why you shouldn't have shared that because that's not real you know and i so i don't know 100 percent, but because this was on msnbc's airways three and a half minutes i'm gonna play it uninterrupted i just want to put this out there to spread awareness in a way that's better than the words i have for it one thing clear israel has a right to exist and to defend itself that is an indisputable fact but so do palestinians and that's a fact that's often ignored Palestinians are, at best, third-class citizens in the nation of their birth. The idea that it's even remotely controversial to call what Israel has imposed on Palestinians a form of apartheid is laughable. One look at a current map of Israel, Gaza, and the occupied territories conjures up only one other example, apartheid-era South Africa. The Israeli government, on an ongoing basis, declares parcels of land on which Palestinians live to be either of military or archaeological importance, causing residents to be evicted. Sometimes there's a court case, and almost always the Palestinians lose. Yet months or weeks later, that same important land suddenly becomes home to a brand new Israeli settlement. 
As more and more Jewish settlers take over land on which Arabs live, the occupied West Bank becomes de facto more Israeli and in the explicit hopes of the Israeli government, more Jewish. This is a long-standing attempt and a deliberate attempt to force Arabs who have lived in that land sometimes for hundreds of years out. It's an attempt to dilute their presence because to have Arabs as full participants is, in the opinion of the Israeli government and their courts, diluting Israel. Just prior to the pandemic, I toured many of the contested areas and homes from which Arabs are being pushed out, both in Israel proper and in the occupied territories. Palestinians don't control the important parts of their lives. Palestinian families are refused permits to build or renovate their homes. When they connect their homes to the municipal water supply, Israeli soldiers sometimes cut the pipes. When they attempt to harness solar energy because their homes are not on the grid, Israeli soldiers literally come and remove solar panels from their homes. I spent an hour and a half traveling alongside an elderly Palestinian woman who was being transferred between three ambulances from Gaza to the no man's land in between and then into Israel to get cancer treatment. Three ambulances over the course of one mile, more than an hour to cross the border. That's how Gazans live, without medical treatment because Israel prevents it, without electricity much of the time because Israel prevents it, without the ability to fish in the Mediterranean Ocean because Israel prevents it, without an airport or a seaport because Israel prevents it. Like Israelis, Palestinians also have a right to exist and to defend themselves, but there is no one willing to help them do that, not the Israeli courts and not the U.S. government. What the U.S. also shares with Israel is the belief that Hamas, the political party that governs Gaza, is a terrorist organization that calls for the destruction of Israel. Hamas is supported by the majority of Palestinians in Gaza. Hamas may not be in the best long-term interests of the Gazans, but peace hasn't really worked out for them. Faced with an Israeli government which pens them into what has been called the world's largest open-air prison, they have chosen a government that most of us wouldn't prefer one that is not given to negotiation and moderation and respect for its neighbor. Israel needs a new approach to the Palestinians, and America needs a new approach to Israel. After more than seven decades of not just being deprived of land from which they were evicted, Palestinian frustration runs deep. It may be worth going deeper than what you may hear inside your bubble and understanding the depth to which the Palestinian people are subject to apartheid in their own land, deprived of basic necessities and subject to relentless civil rights violations. This is not a secret. It's out there for you to see. You just have to look for it. I think that's more knowledgeable and better than anything I'm going to be able to say on it. And I think a lot of people think that a lot of, like, I, it's scary because one you don't want to get some shit wrong there's a shit ton of misinformation out there that is not being vetted right and it also feels like a little bit after 9-11 where it was get down or lay down like it will you know when george w bush was like we will attack countries that we consider to even harbor terrorists like you know harboring a terrorist is not like it's just people might live here that we not we not saying come here and live but you you just bombing our shit now like right um and a lot of the declaration and pledges have felt that way and a lot of nuances lost and i think yeah a lot of what can't be what can't be understated is the fact that this is what the tactics that we would call terrorism is supposed to do it evokes an emotional response that makes you feel like i'm under constant attack and i and i need to exert as much power 
to control this thing. And I think that's what happened after 9-11 and we ended up getting into wars and yes. shit that we just got out of under Joe Biden. And there's still repercussions that will happen eventually from that because we killed real people and their people, family members and shit are still alive. Who knows what the fuck those people are going to do one day. Right. Cause they feel justified. Um, and then the other side of this is on social media, it depending on your bubble, it can be like, okay to say anything. And I think some of the things I've seen said that I think people may feel are supporting Palestine, I think have been kind of like over the top. wild. Like, Black Lives Matter Chicago had to delete a post where that was crazy. They put a picture of somebody paragliding silhouette and was like, we stand with Palestine da, 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 and they took it down later. But like, I don't know, like I, if, if you're aware of what happened, because like I said, I didn't see the video. Yeah. So that's why but I was asking. They were posting this shit as people were getting killed by people that paraglided wow. into a festival and were like killing people in their homes and shit like I, and then today I, they deleted that took it down but then the day i saw they posted like we're gonna have a rally for palestine and ladies that are into men hey we don't blame you but if you come out and you want to like date some of these cuties that they got some fine palestinian men at the rally and i was like what i don't understand i don't understand like we can't just let this be content creation. If it if it matters and it's as important as you say it is. Right. It can't just be about how can I get clicks or isn't this a funny joke? It don't people are dying and don't seem like a joke and if no. you think that people are about to literally have genocide committed upon them, haha kiki don't seem like the right thing to me, you know? And I know we're a comedy show and we talk social political things and and maybe this is too deep or too whatever for everybody, but um, and I and I don't like I said I don't feel authoritative and like these are the right people and everybody mm-hmm. should shut the fuck up. But I do feel I like know, right? there's a lot of people that have uh, better insight on these things that are talking about it, and I would you know encourage y'all to like listen to and follow them. You know, I know um, for me, I, I, I look at Lexi Alexander's uh, feed. Um, I know a lot of y'all know her as like um, the director of like uh, the Punisher and stuff. Like I love that movie and stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, she's Palestinian and she's been talking about this for years, spreading awareness on it. And like, I'll go look at her feed cause I know she'll have like a more, um, she's like, she, she'll have a, a more like informed point of view from it that I'm not seeing from the mainstream, which is about the way Palestinians have been oppressed and living this whole time. And, you know, the distinction between Hamas and Palest- and Palestinians is something that's important, but it's, it's kind of messy. It's not, yeah, a, it's, really it's not messy. a through line of just a pure, like, you know, th- th- these are the bad guys. These are the good guys. And I don't, I don't know. It just, I don't feel like the answer is going to ever be kill all these people. And then it feels like that's where this thing is heading towards. Just kill all the people that live here. Right. The people that are like, we are innocent. We don't have anything to do with this shit. And it sounds extremely, um, at least that's how it sounds to me. I don't know how it sounds to y'all, but like when you hear Israel saying, you got 24 hours to get 2 million people out of this small space, but also 
there's nowhere for y'all to go because no country's going to take you in. I, what does that look like? Right. You know, when you got people saying, like, you know, bomb it, turn it into glass, destroy everybody, kill all of them. I don't know, man. I just know that that, that right there is typically not something that's ever going to be work out well. Mm-mm. So, but nobody. You know, it, it's weird to be living during a time where you're seeing shit like this and uh, and living through it. It, it. This feels like the kind of things you see in history books and go, what? How did they let that happen? And feels like people letting that happen. Agreed. So, all right, that's it. Hate to end on a down note, but I didn't want to, like, not say anything. And I still would direct you to better, more informed voices than me. Right. And, you know, and also keep in mind, like, take it all with a grain of salt because now that you can't verify fucking anything and I feel like that's purposeful and misinformation is at an all-time high, there's shit. I mean, Joe Biden was talking about he he saw pictures of, of children being decapitated and shit. And then the White House had to put something out like, uh, we don't know that he really saw that because that information is not verified. Mm-hmm. So maybe he saw something, but we can't even verify that happened. So like, that's the president. And I know a lot of people, it'll be like, yeah, because fuck Joe Biden. But I'm like, think a little bit fucking deeper. If they can fool the goddamn president. They can fool any of us. Right. You know, like, be careful with these sources that you're out there seeing because a blue check don't mean what a blue check used to mean, dog. Not what it used to mean. Used to, it used <laughs> to mean something. But once people go, I I can just pay for shit. And like you say, once you get a bunch of misinformation and wrong information, it is actually designed to purposely confuse. And nobody is above it. Everybody yeah. think that they're extra special. Everybody think that I can tell. No, you most There's people a ton can't of shit. Anymore. There's a ton of shit I've seen that I've wanted to or thought about, like, retweeting or something i just i i've had so many things i just have unretweeted or whatever within seconds because i have to remind myself i actually don't know and then i and i see people bring up stuff on the other side of that and be like no that's not true because this doesn't make sense or whatever and i'm like i don't fucking know anything right now uh and i feel like that's on purpose and and i feel like it's only gonna get worse you know next election is gonna be like this all this stuff but we already been living in a world where people have two sets of facts and two sets of truth. Mm-hmm. This shit is like the ultimate test of what world are you living in? And some of the stuff I'm not going to front. I just see like certain types of people sharing it. And I'm like, I know that motherfucker's never right. Come on. So like Ben Shapiro is, is saying certain things. I know he's never, I've never seen him be on the side of right. You know what I'm saying? So I take that shit with a grain of salt, you know? Anyway, um, thanks for listening. Hate to end it on down note, but also I don't want to just be a, another person going yuck yuck and is and hey man, it's crazy to me too. It, it is crazy to me. Uh, we talk about life. We talk about what we think about here, and that's one of the things I've been thinking about. Uh, all right, y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll be back. Uh, till next time. I love you. Oh, and Tuesday, if everything works out, Ray Sonny's gonna be the guest. Yay! That'll be fun. So yeah, love her. All right, until next time. Love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.